Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's promo time. Today's promo is from Your Decisions Matter, a podcast where you can decide the direction of the story. I loved the Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was a kid and you'll love this as well. Take it away! Welcome to Your Decisions Matter. In our normal episodes, you are asked to listen and make decisions using your skip button about fictional stories involving anything from nuclear bombs to time travel to aliens. Stop being told stories and start taking control of them. Do you decide to become immersed in this new interactive podcast? Please subscribe to Your Decisions Matter now on your favorite podcast app. Or do you decide to let others tell you how the story should end? Just don't forget, your decisions matter. Engage intro voice. Oh boy. Hi folks. I'm sorry I sound so weird. I picked up a bit of a bug and my voice always goes funny when I get a virus. Happy New Year, you amazing birthers. As late as he is, enjoy CK's Christmas episode of... Births and Monsters. Oh, there it is. Well, Happy New Year. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Mirths and Monsters. I am CK, your host, and you are cordially invited to join myself and the fur babies for this Christmas episode. Did you all have a happy time? Christmassy, Kwanzaa, Hanaki, Festivus for the rest of us sort of time. I certainly hope so. Me and the wee ones have just not long got back from our trip. We went to, well, I'll get to it soon enough. That's why this Crimbo episode is a tad late. We were having so much fun and adventure time that we decided to stay on for a bit and enjoy the company of our hosts. Speaking of which, let me tell you what this episode is about. This episode, we're going to learn about... Krampus. As you will discover, it covers a great deal. Before we continue to the grittiest of nitties, let's get our learning hats on, or bonces. I know that mine is kicking around here somewhere. I'm sure all my hats have become sentient and just started making more hats. Let me just... Ah, here we go. Oh, no, that's my ringmaster hat. Ooh, that Barnum. He was a card. Oh, here we go. Right, old kids of all ages. Time to enter the heavy metal world of... Krampus. Picture the scene. It's December the 5th. Austria. Krampusnacht. The night of Krampus. Deep snow covers most of the country. It's freezing. Each shuddering breath is visible when you hear a noise in the distance. 
a clump, then a step, a clump, then a step. One-legged man with a walking stick? Probably not, wouldn't be safe in the snow. Someone on a pogo stick? What? No, of course not, that'd be weird. No, it's Krampus. Krampus, you say? I do say. Who on earth is that? Well, let me tell you. Krampus is a Christmas demon figure. An impressive and imposing sight. Krampus is, in the main, described as a big brute. Half man, half goat. Or if you listen to some obscure music in the 1980s, half man, half biscuit. Krampus has cloven hooves. Or, again, depending on who you ask, a cloven hoof in one human foot. As in the foot is attached to him. Not that he carries around a half pair of feet. One hoof, one foots. Buying shoes is very awkward. What else was there? Oh, what was it again? Oh yeah, massive horns atop his crampusy noggin, along with fangs and a long tongue. The long tongue does come in handy when cosplaying Gene Simmons from the overrated rock band Kiss. If you feel the need to look up Gene Simmons to see what I mean, don't. You'll have nightmares. This is why I'm saying Krampus has a heavy metal lifestyle. Those of you who are familiar with the world of heavy metal will know that what I've just described is pretty much classic imagery that is used. The devil-looking fella, the horns, etc. Which is why in some countries, including Austria, Krampus has been taken on board by heavy metal fans. Adopted, if you will. Their own Santa. Cass and Bobby have got posters of Krampus up in their room, next to Judas Priest, Iron Maiden and Anthrax. They haven't, as yet, dressed up as him. The dressing up is something that is becoming increasingly popular as each year passes. Not only in Europe, but it's now happening in America as well. Krampus parties are held and the popularity is growing. There are parades aplenty on December the 5th, the day before St Nicholas's Day. St Nicholas, as in Mr Santa Pants himself. Dreaded enemies, right? Not so much, no. Much like angels and demons, cats and dogs, the Scots and the English, there's always an uneasy balance. So is the case between Krampus and Santa Claus. Santa looks after the good kids, and Krampus, well, he takes care of the rest. You have to ask yourself one question. Have you been a good kid? Well, have you, punk? You best hope you have, otherwise you could be getting a visit from Krampus. He carries golden birch sticks to give you a scalp, and if you're particularly bad, he carries a big old sack, sometimes a basket, to take you away to parts unknown. Parts unknown also have residents such as former wrestlers Kane, the Ultimate Warrior, and Mariah Carey, whenever it isn't Christmas. She shares a grotto with Michael Bublé. Where do the kids get taken to? Nobody knows. Are they seen again? I needed to investigate. This was a fascinating situation, and after researching as much as I could, it was time to prepare for a journey. Fur babies! To the crypto cycle. Yeah. 
Here we are. Me on the bike. Finn in the sidecar. Bobby and Cash in the sidecar attached to that sidecar. And Lothori Skywalker in the sidecar. Next to the sidecar that's next to the sidecar that's attached to the bike. It's a horizontal Russian doll style look and luckily we won't be on the road. Because we are time travelling today. Obviously everything is packed securely. Sandwiches are packed along with the emergency sandwiches. Pepsi Max and treats for the crew. Okay, you lot. Helmets and goggles on. And here we go. We've arrived. We haven't gone that far back in time. Just a couple of years. And we've come to Austria. It's December the 5th. Krampusnacht. And we're here to speak to Krampus himself. Hopefully. We park up the bike and disguise it under a canopy of leaves and twigs to allow it to blend in. I know that a parade is happening at the moment, just a couple of miles from where we are. And there, I believe, I will be able to get myself a Krampus. Finn walks by me, race it's on my shoulder. Bobby and Cass have already vanished, but I know that they're out there somewhere looking out for us. We saunter on, enjoying the scenery of the Tyrolean mountains. It's so gorgeous here. Snow is falling and it's cold, but we're all wrapped up and feeling grand. It's not too long till we find the path that'll lead us to the town. In the distance we can see the fire from the torches and the smell of food, sausages I believe, emanating in our direction. Me and Finn's mouths both start to water. I know we man, but we've got to focus for just a while longer. Finn shrugs with slight disappointment. He knows he'll get a reward later though. On we go, getting closer and closer to the parade. We can now hear the music. Lots of drums and not a little amount of oompa. We can start to hear the noises of people at the parade as well. Some cheers and screams, but the screams are always followed by laughter. The three of us walk down a snow-covered side street towards the main thoroughfare. Some young revellers running around trying to hit each other with sticks, really getting into the swing of the night. Here we are. It's crowded, but space is made for me and the wee man. Ray is still comfy, but I can tell from the slight digging at my shoulder that she's on high alert. I take in the sight around me. Wow, what an event. So many dressed as the Krampus character, the masks all horned and created to give maximum effect. It looks terrifying, but with a vibe of happiness and most importantly, safety in the air. Especially when you see a seven-foot Krampus in the parade, shoving a bratwurst down their dinner grinder. Drummers walk down the edges of the parade, keeping the pace upbeat. Some folk are clapping along, even as they're being chased by some of the Krampus characters. A good time is being had by all, but this isn't why I'm here. I'm here to speak to the actual Krampus. I have to find him first. No problem, right? Hopefully my research has paid off. In my studying, I had found that it was something that Krampus does not enjoy at all, 
and it's appropriate for Christmas. And that is cinnamon. But it's not just a, ew, I don't like that smell type of way. More of a sneezing your nose off, ice streaming like Niagara Falls kind of way. I had to think of a way that would make Krampus be affected so I could mark him out, but not in a way that would annoy them to the degree where he would knock my block off. So this is what I did. I took a ridiculous amount of cinnamon pods and pounded them to dust before baking them into one super duper potent cinnamon stick. Of Doom. I added the Of Doom bit, it's not that Doom. I gave Ray the nod. Now I know that cats aren't that big a fan of cinnamon either, so we had to make a wee cat-sized gas mask that she could wear. She popped it over her wee face and retrieved the stick of cinnamon doom from the pouch on her leg, taking it out like a gunslinger about to draw. Grabbing it with one paw, she took the mini fan out of my top pocket, turned it on and directed it towards the parade. It was a still night, so there was no wind affecting us. But there was so much noise and heat and people dressed as Christmas demons that a cat sitting on a human shoulder wafting a cinnamon stick with a mini fan made not one dent in people's curiosity. Not for about ten minutes anyway. And then one individual really took an interest. In the midst of the singing, shouting... Happy screaming, drumming and dancing, one giant figure stood stock still and stared towards me, Finn, and especially Ray. Okay, Ray, put it away. I raised my hands in a placating fashion and I knew that I had his interest. He nodded towards a place behind me and I nodded back. So me, Finn and Ray wended our way back the way we came. We hadn't wended for a while, actually. We've sauntered, strode, ran, skipped, but wending? No, not for a bit. We just kept going, knowing that Krampus would show himself when he chose. We got off the path and were nearly at the edge of the forest again when he made himself known. He jumped down from one of the high trees and superhero landed about six feet in front of us, standing to his full height, which I think was around seven and a half feet, which is about three Osmonds standing on top of each other's shoulders, not including horns, on Krampus, not the Osmonds. He was about to take a step forward when Bobby and Cass launched themselves from their hiding places, landing between Krampus and the rest of us. Judo stances held... Krampus spoke. Are they sisters? They look so alike. As it happens, yes, they are. Bobby's on my left, Castiel on the right. Small, but lethal. There was silence for around 30 seconds as we stood in this weird tableau that would have made a very unique Christmas card cover. Then Krampus started to make a growling sound started as a low rumble, and I started to think I had misjudged this whole situation. And then he spoke. Fancy some hot chocolate? 
We've got loads back at the house. Castiel never took her eyes off Krampus as Bobbity looked round towards me. She gave me the look that said, Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, sure. Wait, who's we? On we walked. The light of the moon was bright, but Krampus told us just to follow his path to be safe. The wee beasts trusted this gigantic demon, so I was happy with that, and I think it was about two miles when Krampus stopped, took out his bundle of golden birch sticks. He then made a complicated pattern in the air, and a few seconds later, an old wooden door simply appeared in front of us. It swung open, and I heard a voice say, Oh, ho! Ho, we have guests. Come in, come in. Well, I'll be bingoed. Krampus ushered us in, following in behind us. The door closed. He once again used his birch bundle. The door was still there, but I had to guess that from the outside it had vanished. So there we were in Casa Krampus. Just me, the fur babies, Krampus, and, you know... Santa. Well, St. Nicholas, to be accurate in this context. Please take a seat. I've got hot chocolate ready for you. Not for the hairy ones, of course, but we've taken them into account. He wiggled his hand and treats a plenty appeared in front of the open fire. The girls and the wee man looked at me pleadingly. So, of course, I nodded and they got comfy as they snacked away. I got settled in what I believe was a shaped tree trunk that was covered in cushions and blankets for comfort. Then Santa, yes, Santa, handed me a giant mug of hot chocolate full of marshmallows. I sipped and the heat hit me instantly. It was delicious. I waited for St. Nick and Krampus to get comfy. The horned one sat by the animals petting Finn, and sit Nick sat on a chair by the fire. I had to ask an obvious question. So, you're Santa? Yes and no. I am St. Nicholas, on which the Santa character is based on, but I'm not Santa as such. You will see me as the Santa that you are familiar with. I'm guessing red suit and big white beard? Exactly that, yeah. That's not my original look. But it's also not incorrect. If enough people believe, then you can't really deny it, I suppose. It's also why you can understand what me and Krampus are saying. The magic is strong with both of us, and it just makes it easier for people to understand. I say people. We haven't had visitors here for, who? two hundred years. It was the cinnamon... You did that in a clever way. Didn't cause me harm, but it did get my attention. So why are you here? Curiosity? Pretty much, yeah. We like to find out the realities behind so-called monsters. I always seem wrong that they get a bad reputation. I like to find the truth. I did not expect this. Ho, ho, ho. Me and Nick came to an arrangement a long, long time ago. Bad kids, good kids. There's a lot of kids out there. And for one being to take care of it all, even someone with magical powers, it's a lot of work. So, 
I take care of the bad kids. Mm. What happens to them? You take some of them away, don't you? Do they, you know, get home again? There was a pause. Campus's eyes darkened. He and St. Nick shared a bleak look. Before. (laughs) (laughs) The kids are fine. Krampus takes them to me. I give them a talk about good and bad and right and wrong. Then we send them home. Even if they tell their parents who's really going to believe them. Even they doubt themselves eventually, but they're better behaved. Finn and the girls had jumped up at the sound of the laughter, but Krampus soon settled them down with Bozies and a surprisingly soothing singing voice. Partly all he wants for Christmas is you. And there you have it, my friends. Me and the young'uns will stop here for a spell before heading home. I hope you enjoyed this quite late or incredibly early Christmas episode. And if you could hold fire after the music, I've got a couple of announcements for the Murthers. Till next time, my friends. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. So, it's been a wee bit of time. I have uh, a few shout-outs to do. Got some new patrons, which is wonderful. So, let me say hello to Abby Langdon. Hey, Abby. Uh, a happy will be with you forthwith. Amanda Martin Tansley. Hey, Amanda. We also have... Jennifer McPherson. Hey, Jen. Or Jennifer. Or Jenny. Or Mac. Howdy. Uh, uh, Michelle Barks, who's got the coolest bikes. Hey, Michelle. Krista Turner, who I will come back to in a second. And Anita Marie. Hey, Anita. We'll meet up soon enough. We will. Now, Krista. Krista won a pair of studio headphones. I'm trying to talk here. Good boy. Finn says hello. Uh, yeah, Krista won a pair of studio headphones, which, along with stickers and stuff, will be heading your way. And also, I don't have the names in front of me. I do apologise for the two people who got runners-up. So, Facebook Lives. I'm now going to do them. Hooray! Because um, I did the one, and it was a load of fun. And I'm now going to do one every month. So, I had suggested last Sunday of the month, but that's when and that's why we drink do theirs. And I know that there's a crossover between myself and them. Uh, they're cro- they're, they've they've got a, a couple more fans than I do. But I know that there's a lot of them in the Facebook group as well, my one. So I'll be doing the last Saturday of every month. So that will be starting next Saturday. Um, I haven't nailed down a time yet. But I'm going to try and do it in such a way where it's uh, pretty good for most people. But I will be doing it to take into account folk in out with UK and Europe, but also taking into account people who are in UK and Europe. 
because it, it straddles both. Oh, in Indonesia. Listen, in Indonesia. Hello. Um, so, yes, I will be doing that. I will be having a giveaway. I don't know what I'm giving away yet, but something will be given away and somebody will be winning it. Um, and it will basically be uh, one of those AMA things, which I found out means ask me anything. Um, that's how behind the times I am with initials. Um, not as bad as my mate, though he thought BRB meant burp. Um, so, yeah, I think that was everything. I will be sending off stuff to people who are due stuff. I will be having a Facebook Live next Saturday, 26th, I believe that is. I'll nail down a time. I will post it in the group. Um, oh, and I have and, and, and I have a Patreon. Woo! So, if you fancy giving me money, <laughs> I guess that's what it boils down to, um, <laughs> you can get stuff. Um, then it's uh, patreon.com forward slash mirths and monsters. What are you doing? All right, okay, he's found a frisbee. Um, yes, patreon.com forward slash mirths and monsters. Um, if you feel like donating, I will have a website up and running soon, thanks to the ridiculously amazing Laura Uckert. Um, it's taken over two years to get a website up because I can't do them, it's as simple as that. Laura, the blissful amazing woman that she is is uh helping me with that and it'll be good to go soon enough um yeah thanks laura you're amazing that's all for just now though so till we chat again take care of yourselves folks tatty fling Hey everyone, I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And we're the hosts of the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to tell you about Strivectin's new Super C Retinol Brighten and Correct Vitamin C Serum. We often interview dermatologists on our podcast, and two of their favorite skincare ingredients to recommend are retinol and vitamin C. This serum has both in one lightweight, layerable formula. The new Strivectin Serum helps to smooth fine lines, and it's clinically proven to visibly brighten and firm skin. To learn more about Strivectin's Super C Retinol Brighten and Correct Vitamin C Serum, visit Strivectin.com.